Generations to Hunt podcast, where the goal is to learn together and further the culture of hunting. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Generations of Hunt podcast. I got amazing guests here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Trevor Hurdy. I, this is my uh, second time on here, too. Yeah. I'm back. And a little bit different. I guess uh, you started your own thing going on. Um, yeah. Remember we were talking about, because like, even before I came on the podcast, I was like, man, I, was like, I really want to start a podcast. And then you kind of actually bit me in the butt about it. Yeah. And you're like... Why don't you just do it? Yeah, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna know if you, unless you don't try. And I'm yeah. like, well, fuck it, <laughs> whatever. Oh. But yeah, I started. It. Um, but I'm Trevor. I'm 28 years old, and uh, I run a Here in River Outdoors podcast. We we don't do YouTube yet, but pretty much run a podcast. We got Instagram, Facebook, all that, and yeah. you know, all that good jazz. And we have a YouTube. But- we're so bad at it. Yeah. It's so much harder. It's know? a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, you remember like when the phrase of like everybody wanted a YouTube channel? Yeah. And then all of a sudden like. Dude, two, you're not on YouTube yet? What? Two years after that, everybody stopped doing it because it was, a, it's a lot of work, man. A Dude, lot of people. I, I give those guys like, you know, like Flare and Seek One and oh, all of them. Yeah. Dude, I give them credit because that's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Like even like these small guys, like, man, these guys are pumping out content. You really have yep. to be dedicated to it. Yeah. And I guess that's what, I mean, kind of we can go in a little bit of direction in that of like how it like evolved into the, I don't even want to say industry because we're not, and I'm not in the industry. I'm technically not. No. Yeah. I'm not in the industry. I'm not <laughs> sponsored. I, I, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, so let's just like let's talk about your season real quick because I know you had a, a pretty good season. So yeah, kind of want to. It was it was one for the books. You, you want to start with the trial or the the, the tribulations? Um, let let's just do the hunting season. Why uh, not? Okay, let's just start with that, and then we'll get into the the. I don't know if you got a main topic or what. No, I don't know. no, no topics. Yeah. Okay, um, so. Uh, going into season, because actually when we did our first podcast, we were talking about like, you know, doing different stuff. I don't know if you remember that or yeah. not, but doing things a lot different. And well, we did. We pretty much yanked tree stands down, scouted our own property, put tree stands back up, and in the sign that was for early season. But I I started most of my work going from June all the way till pretty much end of September. And holy shit, did I actually see different, I mean, I wouldn't say the amount, more amount of deer, but quality of deer. And actually think, finding, finding where these bucks are coming from. Right. And I think that's like the most important thing. Cause like, there's a certain point, remember when you're like, you know, get to a certain point where you're like, okay, I just want to see tons of deer. Yeah. And then, then you're seeing tons of deer. You're like, hell yeah. And then you're like, and then you get to that more advanced hunter or you want to call it and then you go okay i'm seeing a lot of deer but they're not yep. what i want <laughs> yep. so yeah I, I definitely know what you mean because you're like man all right now i'm seeing deer now i want to see big deer so yep. like that's that's a 
the path you're taking? I mean, what was your biggest adjustment? You know, I said taking the stands was a scouting more or was it more trail camera um, data or so was it? Actually, I was talking about this with my buddy, Matt, and not your Matt, my Matt. Yeah, that's going to be really confusing. <laughs> well, actually, I want to rabbit hole on that just for one second. Yeah. What the hell is his nickname? Minkus. Minkus. Okay, so I called you that one day and I said, who the hell is Minkus? Yeah. I, I never call him Minkus, but no, it, it probably, it probably Doctor Mike, right? Doctor Mike, yeah, calls him Minkus. They've been friends for a long time, so yeah. I was just like, like I heard it first, and I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of ignore that. I'm like, I didn't hear just Minkus, yeah. and then I was like, oh shit, wait, Minkus, and I was like, wait, who is Minkus? <laughs> and I was trying to put, I was like, maybe it's Matt, yeah. and then I called you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that is Matt's a nickname. I don't even know. I it's been his nickname for since like. It had to be before high school. Really? really? <laughs> I mean, that's where I met Matt. And like, and I think we've, I've told it a m- m- bunch of times, like me and Matt were just neutral in high school. We, were, yeah. we didn't talk or anything. Yeah. We were just, uh, he was a little <laughs> bit older than me. So, and that's, that was his name then. Like people called him that. You but. just didn't think of it. Like, I mean, like it's just been, we, we got buddies that we got, we got nicknames for him. Like we got, oh. I'm not gonna say the nickname yeah. on here, but yeah. it's not appropriate. It's just been like one of those things. Like it, it, when somebody says it, I don't even notice it. I know who yeah. they're talking about, but I just call him. You that. just didn't uh, like. You just don't think of it. And then, yeah. like I called you, I was like, "Dude, who is Minkus?" Yeah. So but anybody, any, anybody any. ever wondering if we refer? It's usually when Doctor Mike's on yeah. here, and uh, we refer to Minkus, I guess, in the sense. Yeah, that's mad. Oh, sorry, that little rabbit hole there. No, just, you're good. I'm just you're, curious. You're good. I bet you there are other people like who the. Who's this Minkus? Is it Minx season right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where did I leave off? Fuck. Uh, basically, what helped you the most? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I was actually talking to my buddy, Matt. Me and him, actually, he kind of helps me with here in the outdoors, too. And this, I mean, I'm not trying to brag for him, but this, kid, this dude's got a pile of deer on his wall. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deer. But I just, I, I kept, I always pick his brain. I mean, nobody's an expert deer hunting. I mean, if you were an expert, you might as well give it up. Right. Yeah. So I was asking him, I was just like, you know, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he was more welcome to help me out. And I was like, he was like, dude, go online or go on Onyx or whatever app you use. Turn off property lines. Look at the big picture. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, think about it. He goes, you're just hunting the property lines like that. I'm not saying like not trespassing. Yeah, like like, (laughs) no one can hold me back. Yeah, no one can hold me back. (laughs) But it's looking at the big picture and like, because I hunt a little bit of hilly area. So I'm looking at it from a big map and I'm like, okay. I was like, I know the hills. I know we got like four different fields on our property. And I was like, look at it. And I was like, holy shit i was like here's all the pinch points never even thinking about it like i just turned off like i mean, kept the topo on there but, right but looking at it where the there's a couple valleys in there how they funnel through and i'm like it was just a click moment and i'm like i know exactly what these deer are doing back here and this one section of the property i still have other sections to figure out because i didn't even touch it like right. other half of my property but figuring that out and i was like okay i'm gonna go out there next weekend Put a camera up right there. Boom. As soon as I walked out of there, like 16 minutes, I think it was almost 16 minutes later exactly, one of my big aides showed up. And I was like, and this was like July going into August too. And I was like, oh man. I was like. Still have velvet on? Still have velvet on, yeah. And I was like, that's him. I know exactly who he is. 
but he was a 10. I thought, well, I thought he was an 8, but he was a 10, which that leads into the season. But, um, And then we started setting up tree stands and everything and looking at it, and I'm like, this is going to work. I said, we're going to see more quality deer. I believe it. And I said, I know one spot is a hot rut spot for our for our section of the property. And I was like, well, that's going to be money. I said, let's set a stand up here for later in season, but we won't touch this until probably like end of October, which ended up working out. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. So um, I should say doing... Well, actually, what I had to do during the summer too, kind of backtracking a little bit, is I had to take, I had to cut so many trees down, or not like dead trees that were on the ground to get them out of the way, because we had a big storm blow through, and it was like 60, 80 mile an hour winds, and it blew every freaking tree down you could think of in our pass and everything, trying to get foilers through and all that, and I was just like, damn, I was like, this is a lot of work, but it paid off, right? Yeah, but so leading into. Uh, October, October, well, the first opening, October 1st. And so I took the the annual thing. I usually take my kid and my wife out and try to get her on her first buck. And I mean, I told her, I said, a doe comes by. I said, shoot it. You know, it's early season. I said, do it. Right. And so we, we go out and that first afternoon, because we hunted, we hunted the morning. We saw a couple does. And I mean, this is opening. This is opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a cold snap. It, it was very cold. It was, I think the one morning got down to like, I mean, not very cold, but I think, well, it, was, I think, it, I think it was like for, 40s. For that time, though. I was like, this is great. I said, I told my, I told my wife, I said, we're definitely hunting in the morning. Yeah. I said, why not? I said, try it. it was, it's opening day. Why not? And deer haven't seen a person in the woods for how many or how many months now? Yeah. So the we went out that morning. We saw a couple of does and then that afternoon i said because uh earlier in the season we set up a ground blind for my son he will he picked the spot where he wanted to and he's well four he's five now but i said we'll pick pick the spot and we'll hunt that for the evening hunt man he picked a good spot (laughs) it was in this pinch point that i was looking at too and i was like okay well this could be good so we get out that that evening and we're we're sitting there and we kind of got out a little earlier because i was just like well i want to get snuck in here because we we're pretty close to betting or what i thought was betting and i was actually right on it was betting and i got a camera set up my, my wife's hunting at, at this pond and i got a camera set up about 150 yards to the north of her and it was about 3 4 o'clock and i get a ping on my phone and i look and i'm like oh my god i said here he is and he's walking right towards my wife I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, so I texted her the picture. I said, hey, he's coming right towards you right now. It was this big, probably 138. Damn. I was like, that's a nice deer. I said, yeah. I said he's coming right towards you. I said, just be ready, you know. And so she, long story short, she had the deer walk right underneath her at 10 yards and couldn't get a shot. Ouch. Yep. I mean, she had an, an opportunity, but she was – she was kind of all twisted up in the stand because the deer kept wanting to walk to the right and then go to the le- and then it would walk to the left. So she was anticipating for the, what the deer was going to do. Right. And I said, I've, I've been there, done it. I said, right. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's that's crazy how sometimes <laughs> they just go right under you. And don't, but then mm-hmm. they sometimes when they skirt you at like 40, 60, they just 
stay behind every tree. Yeah, every tree. Yeah. So, um, so that deer walked by her at ten yards. She couldn't get a shot. And I was like, okay. Well, she calls me and she goes, hey, that you know the deer's heading in your guys' direction. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm like, that deer ain't gonna walk over here. Thirty minutes later, this deer steps out in the field, and I'm like, oh no. What kind of field is it? Beet field. Standing beet field. Were they? Oh, they're. Were they still green? Pretty. Oh yeah, they were really green. Yeah. I was like, but he walked a long ways to get to that field. Yeah, just straight down dying. Just straight. Yep. Um. So he um he steps on the field and we watched him for probably like forty five minutes. Oh, just just feeding. Just feeding. Just feeding. Never knew we were there. There was like three other bucks on the field that were probably about the same size as him. And I was like, okay, well, hopefully one of them works this way. I'm like. So, like, I'm trying to keep my son quiet and blind, and he goes, I'm hungry. And I said, man, I don't want you to eat right now. But I'm like, it is what it is. So I gave him a snack, and and then I just look up, and the buck's staring right at us. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, Tucker, don't move. And then, sure enough, he starts walking towards us. I'm like, okay. I said, he's about 60 yards in closing. He walks over, and the closest he comes is about 37 yards. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to draw back. I had a camera, too. My my son was playing with the camera, and I said, hit record button. I said, let's do this. And I look at my son. I said, you ready? He goes, yep. So I draw back, and I made sure he was out of the way because in that blind, we were pretty tight quarters in there. So I make sure he was This not, is a little pop-up blind, right? This is a little pop-up, yeah. yeah. And let that arrow go and right over its back, and he bounded off. He didn't know what happened. No. Never knew what happened. And I was like, okay, that's great. And he actually went over to the other two bucks, and he started actually, they, they started like a, just tussling antlers just a little bit, you know, just locking them up. And it was cool. We watched that for the rest of the night. He had a couple of does come in, but nothing worth shooting. Right. And that pretty much wrapped up that. And then. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Like a lot of people are like, well, it's early season. I'm going to blast a doe. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to educate them bucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, they're standing right there. Yeah. And I'm like, and plus. Well, thankfully they were small doughs, like really, really small oh, yearlings. Okay. They actually two two yearlings came out without a doe, which was well, you know, I was like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah, maybe she was in the woods just watching. Yeah, <laughs> but so leading into middle of October, we did not hunt, not hunt at all. So, on purpose or on was pur- it just- well, it was kind of on purpose, and also my buddy got married on October twenty second. Yeah, he's not my buddy anymore. You no, know, so I've done. I said I'm like, I was, we're not friends. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we pretty much just left it alone. Oh, I'm sorry, we hunted that next weekend after that too. That's it was right. just me and my wife though, or me and my wife and my dad and my son, because um, my dad wanted to take Tucker out and you know just kind of explore and right. you know kind of do the fun. The fun things of it, which I, you should be able to, you should do that. Um, so yeah, leading into end of October. So this was the first weekend we hunted and this was, oh gosh, what, I can't remember the date. I think, I think it was 27th. I don't think anybody's at a fact check. No, yeah, probably but... not. <laughs> it was probably the 27th. I was trying to think. Um, so we, we had out that, at, or well, actually, I'm sorry, my dad heads out that thursday afternoon and i'm on the way out there because this property you have a little bit of commute and stay oh sorry out yeah there. two hour drive yeah yep. so it's not like you're just going out there yeah it's a two hour drive every so, every day but most of the time you go out there and you stay yeah we got campers out there okay and so my dad's on my, my dad heads out there he gets there at like noon or whatever and i'm like okay well i'll 
be heading out after work. You know, I might leave a little early. Luckily, I did leave a little early, and we. I'm on my way out there, and it, I'm getting I'm getting close, almost like right at that last light. And my dad calls me, and I'm like, the only reason why he's calling me is because he shot a deer. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And he calls me, and he goes, "Yeah, I just I just shot a real nice one." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet." And then he goes all silent, and I'm like, "You good?" He goes, "No." And I'm like, well, "What's wrong?" He goes, "I'm pretty sure I just broke my thumb." Jesus. And I'm like. What are you talking about? You just broke your thumb. And then it started clicking in my head. I said, you didn't move your thumb, did you? He goes, nope. Because he shoots a crossbow. crossbow. Wow. And there's no guard on it right there. Oh. And so when he shot, he had his thumb up and almost decapitated his thumb. Jesus. Yeah. But it luckily, it, it took some skin off, but it it broke it. Oh. And I said, do we need to go to the hospital or anything? You good? He goes, what are they going to do? Put a toothpick on me or whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, I'll be good. So we he shot he shot a buck and we actually couldn't find it. Go that next day, get permission of the neighbors. It was actually laying in a cow pasture. Really? Yeah, open cow pasture. How far did it go? About hundred yards. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what was kind of funny was we went over there to ask the neighbor permission. We never talked to this guy before because we never had a deer go into the cow pasture. And I mean, this fence to to get in that cow pasture is like just about as tall as I am. Oh. Hey, this deer hopped. So for like four foot? Yeah. <laughs> About five, six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we asked him. And he's like, yeah, go ahead and go back there. Just watch for the cows. And, oh, there there's a bull back there, too. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, what? Wait, what? And I'm like, my dad goes, did he just say bull? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, okay, well, so we ended up driving back around our property, and soon, I mean, it was dark out, we were tracking the, the night before, and we come up there the next day, and we look over, and we can actually see the deer laying. It's like, almost like on the crest of a hill going down, and so we just seen his rack laying there, and I'm like, oh, sweet, so he is right there, sweet, cool. So we get through the fence, we actually had to climb through, or under the fence, because it, 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 it was too tall. Is it like a... It was barbed wire. It's just barbed wire? Yeah. Well, he said also, watch out for the fence, the cows, and the bulls, because the side fences were hot. Yeah, right. The back fence wasn't. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't getting shocked. Yeah, that's not funny. Yep. And he, uh, so we climb underneath the fence, and first thing I look is like, oh, fuck, there's that bull. <clears throat> and I'm like, and he was a juvenile bull, too, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. he's feisty. Well, he looks at us, and he's actually on the other side of this fence, because was, it was actually split into three sections. And this bull actually starts walking to go around the fence. And I'm like, oh, no. I say, let's drag this deer and get him out of here. We couldn't get the deer underneath the fence. So we end up having to pick the deer up and lift him over the fence and throw him over. I would. Uh, how heavy was this deer? You uh, he was about 190, oh, yeah. 192. That's just a dead weight. Though. Just it's dead weight. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. It's hard enough to get him in the back of a truck and yeah. throw him on the fucking fence. Well, luckily there was. Two of us to lift him over, and, and then probably my, some adrenaline from that fucking bull. Like, well, yeah, we were trying to get out of there as quick as we could. Yeah, it was about a hundred or not hundred yard, about a fifty yard drag to then lifting over. Okay, but it was a smooth drag because it was all open. Yeah, <laughs> was was that bull? Did he come by? Or he got to about fifty yards of us by the time we were all said and done. Was he kind of? He was. Pi- he was pissed. Oh shit! He was a little pissed. You could see it in his face. Was there other cows around? There was. Oh, that's yep. right. You're fucking with his heifers. Yeah. 
He's like, my ladies. And I'm like, oh, I never dealt with that, so that was kind of a new experience. Oh, man, it's all right. When yep. you go cow tipping, you'll learn real quick. Yep. Yeah, that's country folks that <laughs> learn. Oh, I used to work on a horse farm. Oh yeah, yeah. We delivered a couple horses before. Yeah. Wow. My dad shoved a his arm up a horse's ass before too. Yeah, that, that's real fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should talk about that. No, no, no. I've heard stories. So. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that leads into uh, that. Well, how big was that buck and all Oh, that? I'm sorry. The buck, it was um, it was a nice eight point. It actually scored about 110 inches. That's, that's, it's a nice deer. That's a nice deer. He had Probably, real, real nice tall tines. Do you think it was three and a half or two and a half? I think he was two, two and a half. Yeah. Which, I mean, my, I'm, my, I'm my dad, sure. he actually, he hasn't shot a buck in about three years compared to that so i was like well my dad was like i don't know how big it was we said it was look it looked nice yeah i mean and i'm like because my dad was only pulling the trigger if it was eight points or better right i'm like okay cool I'm like we're all on the same page right. <laughs> here we go yeah and i i'm not saying that's not a justify justification or anything like you know like oh is this two and a half no but like uh i'm just saying like because you know, you get some ten points there, just two and a half. And yeah, stuff. we had it. We had a ten point out there a couple of years ago. It was, it well, he was, when he was a year and a half old, he was a solid eight. Yeah. And then two and a half, he was a ten with a kicker, so he was an eleven. Yeah. And I was like, dude, nobody shoot this deer. Nobody yeah, shoot. I know. Him. But one of the neighbors shot him. Oh my god! I was like, oh my yeah, god. I know. It's so it's this, like some people just like if you tell somebody these people like. I've had some arguments with Matt, and I'm like, dude, this deer is only two and a half. He's like, no way, that's no way. Or, or I tell him like it's inch, or I'm like, that's only a year and a half old deer. He's like, no way. I'm like, dude, yes, it is. And we'll have an argument. He might, he might be right, but I'm like, dude, I get some year and a halfs, man. That just once you see them in person, you go, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you that, dude, because you just get like, like I had like a. A uh, four corn, yeah, four corn that had a drop on it, and it was only really, yeah, it was only a fucking yearling. Actually, no. Speaking of that, um, we had this, uh, we had this deer. And she showed up in the summer, or well, actually, no. Actually, the first time I seen him was about August. Antlers are pretty grew already at that point, so he has a spike on one side, and his other one was completely facing straight down off his head. Jeez. Yeah, we well, there was a name we called him, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You sure it wasn't like a broken skull cap or nothing? We weren't sure. Um, I got pictures of him for about a month straight, Jeez. and then he disappeared. Huh? So I don't probably died. <laughs> yeah, I honestly thought about shooting that deer because I wanted to see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been really cool, some kind of non-typical shit like that. But I don't know if like I don't know if it was just like he had. An infection or something, he just grew the wrong way, or he huh? busted his. Sometimes, like when they busted his velvet. Yeah, when the velvet, they just fucking mash into something. And yeah, just screw it all up, and it's gotta hurt like hell. I would imagine I would, when it's would like, when it's velvet like that. Yeah, it's gotta fucking hurt. I mean, it's got blood and all that. Yeah, it's got blood, and I just. I've always been curious about that too, but I, I, that's a that's another topic. No, I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've heard some things like it doesn't bother them at all because yeah. they're just going through brush and shit. But I mean, I imagine they go through brush. I mean, imagine they gotta feel it. And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't have. I'm not your biologist. I don't. Or nothing, so I don't have no hard bones. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
leading into the next day after that, um, was it the next day? No, the next two days. There was two days after that. Um, that was the Thursday, so this would have been Saturday morning. Um, I've been a real, uh, what's the word for it? I've been really thinking about what timing to go into the woods in the morning. So I actually started, I try. oh, I wanted to try it. So this was actually the first morning I did it. I started going in at gray light. Yeah. And because I used to go in there, you know, an hour before light, whatever. And there, I spooked deer all the time. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I go in at gray light. I'm like, because I got an e-bike this year. And I was like, I can get back there quick and get in there. And then my rest of my 100-yard walk would be, you know, kind of watching what I'm doing, make sure there's not deer over here, over there. And it seemed to work. So I that next that morning I went in there at gray light, found a tree I wanted to get into. I have one stick now. So. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yep. And I found, it, I found a tree I got into and sat there and right up. I usually am all set up by about shooting time-ish, like maybe just a little after. And the first thing I had, it was like seven does come walking in on me. So I didn't spook them. They walked up. They gave me, they were about 40 yards away, and I wasn't shooting a doe. I was like, I'm I'm done shooting does for the year until late season. So they worked off, and I'm right at that pinch that I was talking about in the beginning there. I was right at that pinch of this valley. And I'm like, this is where I need to be, and this is where I've been getting this buck on camera too. I'm like, okay, well. After those does left, I had one of my shooter sevens coming. It was a seven point. He was about a hundred and he was about one hundred and twenty five inches, seven point. Just a big frame on him. Damn. He was a, he was a older deer for sure. Yeah. He had a really big body. He had that real big block he had on him. And his, I don't know if I don't know if you you pay attention to it or not, but the I pay attention to the body line, the or, top or the uh, bottom, the, both. Yeah. So I, I look, definitely I, check I look the at gut. It, I look at his chest too. Because that chest really kind of hangs down, right? Um, but also the top too, because the older bucks will have more flat, right? Or flat, or they'll dip down. They'll dip, like, I think, or yeah. It's like like it's like a posture. It's just like gravity. Yeah. Like, like a lot of them younger deer, it just has a straight because they just don't. And then like right there when you get to that back, I don't I don't even want to call it their tailbone because it's like like the end of the yeah. spine. You can just see where, where the hind, almost where the hind quarters. At yeah, but yeah. You, boom, just like a like a muscle line. Like, yeah, they actually defined because usually when they're young, it's like it's with their brisk or uh, back strap line. Yep. And then when it gets older, it's like it's a an actual yeah. rounded like yeah. hind right there. Yeah. But I usually I usually always do gut like the gut and then like like you said the chest like how that chest and how that chest really comes down and yeah. hangs a little bit and then obviously you see the pot belly underneath yeah. them and then a little bit the nose I mean the nose if you can Ball. if I'm 150 yards away I can't be like oh yeah that's a fucking you know that's I can't a, do that's that. a seven year old yeah <laughs> like no nah. like I can just tell and then you can tell kind of like uh, the feature features like this one like you can just like. He looks a little bit more grayer than I'm looking at my deer right now. Yeah. Like, he looks a little bit grayer, but, like, if you can see, like, a more, like, he's seen some shit look yeah. on him, like, you can tell there's a lot <laughs> like, of Like, um... But I don't encounter a long, seven inch, or like seven-year-old longer deer. face on him, yeah. too. I could tell that longer face, and then... Actually, what I... My dad told me this year, too, was the whites around their eyes. I never really paid attention to it, because, you know... I well, I started paying attention. I'm like, yeah, bucks do have white around their eyes. Never really like paid attention to it. I don't yeah. know why. 
seen it for years, but just never. Yeah, I've seen some really weird deers where they have that like full ring around their deer yeah. eye, like like an actual round yeah. ring. This is like has like more of an oval and that goes on the snout. A yeah, bit. but yeah, I never really look at the ring of the eye. I guess I don't know. It's just kind of something new. My dad told me he was like, "Yeah, I was look at the ring of the eye a little bit too," and I'm like, "I'm like, what are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> And people say they like the throat patch, but I don't. I, I think every, I I, every throat patch is different to me. I see double throat. I, I want to get a double throat patch, but yeah. that'd be really cool. I, I don't see much of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, basically <laughs> how. So we're just my, looking at deer. We're aging deer right now. We're just aging my deer. Yeah. This is probably a 10 year old buck. I would say like 70. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fucking <laughs> year and a half, two and a half. I think maybe I, two, man. I'd say it's two and a half for He's sure. Probably two and a half. For sure, yeah. That's what my that's my biggest archery buck. Yeah, yeah. When did you shoot that? Like three years, four years. Oh, ago. was it really? Yeah. Three. Was that here when I was here? No, no, no. I just got. I, was it. Like, I don't remember seeing. No, it. I just got it. I, I, uh, uh, I. He was in my deep freezer for like two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I just was like I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. I really, because like I kind of was like when I kind of got into hunting a little bit like. I was listening to a lot of people not from my area, so I like all them guys that were shooting like 150, yeah. 160, you know. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to mount this little baby. But then I got to a point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck what other people think. Yeah. Because, like, don't get me wrong, I want big dip. You know, I'll fucking let 130s walk. I don't care. That's mine. But, like, I was, a, then I got to a point where I was like, well, I really want to mount him because he was my first archery buck. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that was your first archery buck. That was my first archery. That's buck. a good buck for it. Yeah. So and b- biggest buck today. So yeah, that's nothing a nice deer. special. Ah, he's a nice deer. I like him. Yeah, he's he's cool. I mean, he's nothing special. He's nothing crazy. He's just a. I fucking ten ring that bitch at fucking one seventy <laughs> or not one seventy. One hundred seventy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Air uh, uh, thirty eight. I think thirty eight, thirty seven. Oh, so it was a poke. It was, dude. I actually have the film on my YouTube. I don't even oh, know really? if I can find it. It's old. <laughs> it was from a Tacticam, but you know, I, I'm sorry. To, to no, you're probably. good. So like, uh, the the cool thing about the Tacticams and GoPros on your bow, you're like sweet, man. Like I get the shot. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, when you only have that, like, what the first thing you do when you shoot that fucking when you shoot your bow? You're throwing that bow away. Oh, you, uh, it, I, I hang it up or I, I put it down. Or yeah, I, like you're looking at the deer. So like, like you're not following the it's deer. Like after that shock, I'm like, boom, it's gone. And like this, that, that, the footage like yeah. dies out. It's not like the movies where, you know, they have a camera guys and yeah. all them guys are like following that. Because that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like no one's like, oh, I got to make sure that like no one's yeah. like that. Like, like you watch like the cell phone or guys or whatever they uh like they got the second angle GoPro in the tree, yeah. and they watch them as soon as after they shoot the deer. They're like accustomed to following the deer. They yeah. grab it and they're just like, "Dude, that's some." I'm like, some I, like, I give them props for that. They, they, there must be a lot of times they didn't do it, or they're just they're just well disciplined and all that. I guess. Yeah. Oh man. Well. Um. But I, I, I so I'll lead into that morning there. Well, we already started that, but um. So yeah, I had that big seven come in. I was gonna shoot him. He hung. He was hung up at forty yards, and. There wasn't really no use to grunt at him because he didn't have any does with him. It was kind of, he was just kind of milling around, really. 
I see you smiling over there. And I found it. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you're I, good. I, know, I found out my YouTube. And this is like my first YouTube video. <laughs> Listen to the title. I named it Tacticat, a nice seven-point Michigan book. That was my title. Oh, God. Let's see it. Let's see it. No, 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 no. no. We'll just, I'll let you watch it while you're talking. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm such a fucking loser. <laughs> There's no nice seven-point. <laughs> all right sorry you're good so actually if you that's some point that i that came in on me on that deer right there um take his tines on the right side there add about four inches to that and then make him a little bit wider that's how he was yeah. he was like a solid i'd say 125 one maybe pushing 130 yeah. but he had his mass on him yeah just a lot of mass, a lot of mass and i mean I, he was he was one of my target deer. Yeah. But he came in at four yards. He hung up, and he wasn't wanting to come any closer. I was like, well, he's by himself. What, what is he at? What did you say? About 40. Okay. Yep. And he he hung up, and he just didn't want to come any closer. He was just kind of milling around. Were, and were you trying any calls or anything? I was thinking about it on him, but yeah. I wasn't sure. I was just like, well, he doesn't have a doe with him. It doesn't seem like he's real, you know, flustered up or anything. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm just gonna leave him be. Yeah, and see, and don't educate that deer any more than exactly, you man. I would, when Matt hears this, man, like there's just sometimes it's like, and even if you do something like that, like he knows exactly where that noise is gonna come from. Yep. Like, okay, he knows. Okay, that I'm supposed to hear a rattle or something, yeah. a grunt, yeah. forty yards away, and I don't see no buck. That's yeah. just scared the fuck out. If of he me. was farther away, maybe, right? Maybe I would have, but but again, he didn't look like he was, you know getting turned on or anything by the does it just he seemed like he was just nice and calm just doing his thing throughout the day and i'm like don't i'm just gonna leave him alone yeah don't force i'm just gonna leave it alone it sucks it sucks it's heartbreaking sometimes where you just they get that close and you're like oh yeah he's ready and i I had my bow in my hand i was ready and i watched i watched him for probably about a half hour and that lead in then actually he was still standing there and then i had his little pencil spike come in michigan 11 point yeah and he came in, and this, this was the dumbest spike ever, man. <laughs> well, he, he came right underneath the tree. So I was only like 15 feet in the tree. So he was right underneath me. He knew I was there. He smelt me, did something. I had the right wind, but he my ground scent must have been, had to have been. Yeah. And he actually he went right by the seven point. That seven point kind of like did a thing with his head, and that, that spike was like, I don't want nothing to do with you. So he walked over to me, and he... He just stood there and kind of looked up at me, and he knew I was there. And then he just went back to feeding right underneath me. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> Why can't that be like a fucking 130, 40-inch 40, 40 bug? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't care. Well, so then um, on the neighbors, because I can see both sides of neighbors. Um, well, two neighbors. I'm on a corner where the two neighbors meet. And that corner over there, I looked over. And there was about a 130-inch buck chasing a doe heading the opposite way while this spike's underneath me. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, and this, things are starting to ramp up here a little bit. Deer coming in. And then I look, and here's like five more does coming from the neighbors on our property. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, I'm getting a lot of deer around me here. And then this spike is still underneath me. He starts blowing. Oh, I'm like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, okay. So then he's underneath me, and I give him the old. Uh, you, you listen to working class bow hunter, the old uh, Austin, uh, the old. the um, 
Oh, what the hell do you call it? I don't know. I, I, you just you, you give them the the little flinch or whatever. Yeah, like I, two, I do that to him. Like the two for flinching. Yeah, basically. the two for flinching. Yeah, I gave him that, and then he uh, he bounded off. I throw crackers at him. <laughs> That's what I do. They they, they fucking spikes are hanging around. I just start throwing crackers at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or do the two for flinch. I did, I did the flinch, and then he bounded off. He went on top of the hill, and then he just started feeding. I'm like, you are dumb, man. But whatever, you're a year and a half year old, or whatever you are, six month old buck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next year you'll die. Yep. Or if, he, if he's not already dead. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. For me, that's, yep. That's the true story of the nature. Yep. You'll be dead next year. Um. So he was up on the hill still. And then it was, this was about 9 30, 10 o'clock. And I look over on the neighbors and I look and I'm like, it just looked like a stampede of deer coming through. Seven does. I counted it was seven does were running right at me. And I'm like, what the hell are they running from? I know the wind's bad for their, for their property, I would say, because it's blowing off theirs onto mine. So it was an east wind. And I'm like, maybe if they, those does got spooked or whatever. Well, then all of a sudden I look and then they're all just crisscrossing each other. They're just running everywhere. And I'm like, okay, no, something's chasing them. I didn't know if that buck over that was on the neighbors was chasing them back. Well, I look up on, the, up on their hill and I just see a wall of tying standing there. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is, this is good. I like this. And I, I didn't do anything yet. I just sat there in my saddle. I'm just watching and. It was probably for about 20 minutes, and I'm watching this deer run these does like it was like a it was like a sheepdog. Right. He was corralling them all up, trying to get them all in order, and Damn. so then the these two does start walking. Sorry, excuse me. There. These two does start walking the side hill onto our property, and I'm like, okay, well, that buck's gonna follow him. I said, guarantee it. Sure enough, here he comes down, and soon as soon as I seen who it was, I was like, I know exactly who you are, and mm. I just don't know where you live, but that's it. And he walks around and comes on the side hill, and he's too worried about the does, and I'm like, okay, I got to do something. I said, he is on a doe. I said, so I took my grunt call. I turned away from him, and I grunted. And sure enough, he looks up. He uh, kind of perks himself a little bit, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, he's going to follow those does still. Nope, he comes on a beeline right at me. So I had a 30-yard window and I had a 20-yard window. He comes down. He comes in this valley. I draw back when he's at 30, and I said, no. I said, he's coming a little closer. So he gets to 20, and this is where I made a mistake. When I stopped him, I did the old mat. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, and he actually ducked and stepped forward at the same time as when I shot. So it ended up hitting him high and back. Mm. And I was like, oh, man. And the, it was a steep angle, too. Because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the side hill of a valley, so I'm actually shooting, like, 30 feet down. Right. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I knew exactly where it hit. I was like, that's liver. And I'm like, he'll be dead. I just don't know when. Right. And so I, when I shot, I watched the arrow hit him exactly where I said, and I watched, like, five gallons of blood just come out of this deer. It was like someone just took a five-gallon bucket and just sprayed red everywhere. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, mm. And I watched him. He ran up on the hill. He was hurting bad. And he smacked into a tree once he got on the neighbors. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, he's hurting bad. I said, what's – I said, I'm going to give him time. So I called my dad. And 
Hey, that's props on you because a lot of people are like, no, they want to force the situation. You just, I, I couldn't. I you couldn't just, do it. You just push them to your neighbor. I already, I already kind of. I mean, I felt bad enough for, for the bad shot. I mean, you know that you're bowling long enough, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen at some point. And unfortunately, that's my second bad hit deer I've had. Yeah, it's but it won't be your last. It won't be my last. I know that. It, as long as you hunt, yep, it won't be your last. Cause so I. I called my dad and I called my buddies and said, you know, I shot a big buck and everything. I was super excited. I was pissed and excited at the same time. What were you, what did you hit him with? Uh, arrow setup wise? Let, well, or broadhead? Say, yeah, broadhead. Uh, so, so I used Grim Reaper Special. So that's expandable. Okay. Yep, two inch cut. Okay. Um, arrow, well, good. arrow did not go through him though. Hmm. Yes, very weird. I didn't. Did it penetrate through the other side? Oh, yeah, it was sticking out the other side. Okay. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't go into the ground. Yeah. But. So I got it. Well, my dad told me, he said, you know, call me. Was it, was it in, so it didn't go through him, but it, did it come out eventually? Or no? Um, no, arrow stayed in him the whole time. Wow. I was very surprised, even after smacking that tree. Well, that's good. At least it kept the channel open. Yes, that's what I was happy about because I, I watched him the whole way on binoculars, and the arrow never popped out of him. So I was like, that's number one. I was yeah. like, that's cool. Great. Um, so I called my dad and everybody, and. Uh, my dad's because I'm in a one stick, and my dad goes, you know, just calm yourself down. Don't repel out of the tree with yourself all fucking riled up. And I'm like, probably smart. Right. <laughs> I, I don't want to rush anything. So I actually sat there for about an hour, soaking everything in. And just, what time was it again? Sorry. This, um, I shot him about 10 o'clock, and I didn't oh, get shit. down until yeah. about, actually, I, I didn't get down until about 11.15. Okay. Yeah. And um, so I came out of the tree. I was swinging like SEAL Team 6 coming down. I bet. Yep. So, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I'm sitting that late, 10, 10 o'clock. I mean, I think that's somebody's cut. That's a lot of people's cutoff, I think, is 10, 11. Yeah. So. Um, I was planning on sitting until about 1 or 2 that day. Yeah. Because that was before time change. Okay. So I was like, well, I'll have a good afternoon sit, but I was in a good spot where I was like, I have to sit here. Got to sit here for a little longer than I expected to. Right. But uh, shot one, got down, and. Um, when I got down, I first thing I did is I went over and just looked at the blood, and I just—I mean, it was like this table, times it by like two, and that was the pile of blood that was sitting there. So probably eight foot. Eight foot. It was like a circle of eight foot blood. It was just everywhere. Really. And I'm like, I hit that main artery in the back. That was my first thought, because I hit right by the spine, and it was such a steep angle. It came down, and. Yeah, I think it went, what color was the red? Was it dark? Dark. Yeah, it yeah. was dark. So I think it was that plus liver, yeah. which find out I did hit liver. Um, so I got we got out of there and we gave the deer about six hours. Wow. Yeah, about six hours. So you went back in at dark basically. Um. Or? Oh, I guess this is time change. So. Um. Before time change. All right. Before time. So change, it so. we went back in there and yeah, it was about five and a half six hours because we went and had a couple conversations with the neighbors and. Just kind of hung out and talking about everything and what happened and all that. And, and how, how gut wrench were you the whole time? Oh, uh, dude, I was. I honestly, I never had so many dips in my life. I swear, dude. I bet you there's like he's fucking dead right over that ridge, and then like 20 minutes later, you're like, fuck, man, he's probably fucking dead, and like mm -hmm. you're just like the, the see the problem was when I shot, so I was on him, everything was perfect. It's just when I stopped him. He did that duck and step forward at the same time. So when I shot, my pin was right where I hit. Right. And 
I didn't accommodate. I mean, it was so quick because I was already pulling through. Because you were like Matt, and then right when you right yeah. when you did that, you shot, or was it like it a, was a, like Matt, and then how many seconds before it, you shot? Oh, it was maybe one second. Oh, so oh. I think that was honest. I I've had a bad habit of that. If it's, you could do it over again, would you would you Matt? Would you educate? Would you talk, I would, let alert him? Maybe I would have done like a squirrel thing, like oh. like. No, he wouldn't have heard me. He was on a trot. Oh. But I would have stopped him and probably gave it a couple seconds. I should have. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. It's my my logical thinking of it is, like, maybe that's what I should have done. But what's already done is done. All right. It's like, <laughs> well, can't I, can't, take... I can't change the shot. So. No. so I went back in six hours later. We got permission from the neighbors to go over there and track and. And literally, we come up over this ridge, and I look down, and I, I look at my dad. I said, he's right there. He goes, well, where? So I hand my, my, my binoculars, and he's like, I still don't fucking see him. And I'm like, between the two trees. And he goes, holy shit, Trevor. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I said, I, I said, I told him, I, was, I wasn't joking. It was a big deer. I said, I just didn't know how the shot was going to go. So he was laying there, and my arrow was poking out the exit side of him the whole way. It was just up to the fletching. Okay. And... I mean, he was dead 150 yards. He didn't go far at all. No. So, just stone. Rock, just stone, rock solid. Just ro- he died. Yeah, he died instantly. Yeah. He, uh, you could definitely tell he bedded down and then just expired. Pat, just passed. Yep. Probably get sick. That's what I was thinking. Because when you liver hit him, too, they get oh. like, they get like drunk and everything, don't they? Right, so they get almost like a drunk feeling. Yeah. I'm thinking more of a gut. When they hit them in the gut, they start to like dry heave sometime. yeah it was uh well we figured out it was a um i hit that main artery in the back but also the how steep the shot was i hit liver i went right through the liver yeah and that air was still in him it was just it created a hole that was like no other yeah. like there was no recovering from that right. and yeah so i mean that was it was a great deer it was a dark horn big 10 it was 136 inches jesus Yep, big heavy deer. I mean, it took four of us to lift him on a four wheeler to get him out of there. And yeah, he looked like he was. He was a, he was a toad. Yeah, I don't know how many days. Did you, I, I I sent you the picture that day. Was it that day? And I called you that night because I was actually in on my way in town to go get pizza. Yeah, that's what I yep. do. I just shot a fucking nice one. I was like, all right, send me a picture. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good one. Yep, that was my, that was my biggest to date. He yeah, was a great deer. That's and, a nice. That's a nice. Yep. Buck. Um, I'm guessing he was three and a half, four and a half, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, we were we were trying. I should have. I wanted to send the teeth in really bad. I really wanted to, to get him aged to see how he was. But, um, yeah, I just never did it. And took him to the taxidermist that uh, two days later. And yeah, I won't see him until next October. <laughs> uh, you didn't keep the skull plate. No. Man. I was going to, but that's what that's what I'm gonna do now. Yeah, Matt did it with. His, I, well, I got, his I'm, cans, I'm pretty good friends with the the taxidermist now. He's a younger kid. Oh, He's okay. younger than us. Oh, really? Yep. Well, I'm not. He's young a, anymore. Really? So. Man, the base is on. I just love like that. Like, I don't want to call it fucking herpes look what <laughs> like all the bumps on it on all oh. on your base. Oh, you're looking at the picture. Yeah, your buck. Right yeah. Now. Um. The uh the basis of it is that his base is measured at five and a half inches round. Yeah, wow. And the all the little bumps on it, it was it was a, the neatest looking deer I've ever seen, the yeah. antler wise, and how dark he is. 
because we usually don't get dark antler deer like that. It's usually like cedar swamp shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he fucking great mass on him, though. I yep. mean, mass probably fucking his right side. Yeah, his right side. Fucking looks. I, see, I can't see his left side that much, but I see his right side measured out four inches bigger total than the left side. I know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His fucking G twos look fucking nasty big. They were. He carried mass throughout the whole. Oh thing. yeah. The whole the whole set of antlers that are yeah. just mass there. Yeah, mass. I mean, that was almost like daggers. And then y- yeah. Then his crab claws. His crab claws. He's got right? two crab claws on the end. So if yeah. he was an eight point, he would have been a hundred and thirty four inch eight point. His, yeah. Those two little crab claws were an inch piece. Damn. Can you, would, do you kind of wish they weren't there? I kind of was kind of wish they weren't there. Yeah. I mean, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I'm not no. taking away from the deer, but it's like the when they. When you say when you drop down to an eight, that's just so much more. Like, yeah. dude, like a hundred thirty-four inch eight. And I'm like, that's a big eight. That's a huge eight. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a, a really really nice deer. Both ways, it's just still a ni- yeah. it's a nice ten. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's doesn't make it. Wish it, those G fours just a little bit bigger, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. You can't. I'm not picky. Do you know what the like, spread was on that? Nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen even. Wow. Yep. Nice, that's a nice machine buck, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, I haven't looked at a picture in a while of it. Oh, I see. There you go. You can look I at see. it. Look quick. at it. Yep. There's me. I didn't shave my stash that morning. Nah, that no. good luck stash, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's what. That's what you get. So, I can't remember what date did you say. What day was it? That was the 29th. 29th. Yep. Yep. That was uh, October 29th. Yep. Wow. Great. Great morning. I never shot a buck in October. Really. So. Oh no! I'm sorry. I lied. Nope. I shot a uh, my 11 point in October as well. Right about right about Michigan, the same. Yep. Michigan 11. Yep. Uh, no, no. <laughs> actual, actual 11 points. Uh, I was to say, wow. Split brows. Yeah. Wow. Actually, if you go on my Facebook, there you'll find him. Yeah. He's a he's a toad. It was a long. I think year. I, I think he was on your first cover art. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He was a huge 11 point. That was 2013, I think. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was a fun. Yeah, great well, deer. Great how, deer. How did the rest of your season kind of just um, – did you kind of just lose the ambition or no, anything? No, I you kept just, at it. Just kept at it? I mean – That's good. Since we're – I mean, I really thought about just leaving it, leaving the bucks alone and just going after the does. But, I don't know, something in me was just like, man, I was like, I'm still getting these deer on picture. My one shoot, my other shooter is still coming in. I'm like, he's not as big as that. But I said he's still a really nice deer. The seven point finally disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. Hopefully he comes back next year. Yeah. And I I, I grinded it out. We hunted. Um, we went out there for five days straight and grinded it out almost all day sits during rut and during stuff. rut. I I had one of the best rut hunts of my life this year. I had thirty deer directly underneath me. Jeez. Thirty bucks or. Th- I'm not 30 bucks. That'd be crazy. Your buck doe ratio is <laughs> fucked. Then. Unless you have 400 does. Under yeah. There. So I had, it was like, it was an eight point, and then there was like a five point, and he had about 20-something does underneath me at one time. It was I, it was insane. I've never seen two bucks chase so many does at one point. Right. And that, I mean, that was one of the best raw hunts I ever had because it was literally from the time I got into the tree stand to – what because that was with that was time change then yeah i didn't get out of there till like almost like two three o'clock i had to get out of there i was like dude i, I gotta go use the bathroom so bad i said nah. and plus doing a one stick you can't just climb right back up 
you have to rappel down, and then you got to climb your way back up. Do you want to like explain that a little bit? I know people have seen videos, like so. Like, let's just base it down, like quick, quick version of it. So you stick a stick up. So you got a stick on the tree. How, how many aider are you using? Aider, I imagine, right? Uh, I use a one step aider. One step aider. Yeah, so one step aider. So you basically your stick is probably what four foot off the ground. Like top um, step. Top of step is four foot. I say about five foot. Okay, so I, I kind of my so, fir- my first step I like to get up. So there. where where are your feet at before you start to take your one stick? Where's what? Where are your feet at? My feet. Yeah. So if I'm standing there and you because you th- you thrown a like a lifeline over a branch, right? Or no, you not no that. no not no? that no. Okay. It's basically um, okay. I, can I just run through my setup real yeah, quick? Okay. Yeah. So I use the Arrow Hunter Kestrel Flex saddle. So then. My rope, I have 40 foot of this climbing rope that I use. It's 9 millimeter. I have a Mad Rock safeguard, which is your rappel or right. your, your, it's like used for like as a Kong duck or like an ascender or something. It's like but a, re- it's, it's a reverse ascender. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's what I rappel from and everything too. So it's. Once it's, you squeeze it, it starts to go, right? You, it's, it's got a lever. You pull back on it and then it will. You slowly let it out, and you use actually your other hand to hold onto the rope. So right. that's kind of like your break there too. Right. But it's also nice because if I go, or you, you can go really fast in that thing. You want to come down the tree in one second, you can do it. But you can really slow yourself and just kind of ease your way down if you're trying to be really quiet. Um, but my stick is a Shakar one stick. I bought that from uh, out on a limb. Okay. Yep. I'm sure you heard of that. Yeah. All the saddle guys use that, but I bought that bought that from there. They custom made it or whatever because it had the has the platform on it. Right. And the aider and um it's got the cam cleat with the amp steel rope that goes around it too. So when I get when I so if I get to the tree and I'm looking at the tree, this is the tree I want to be in. So like your normal tether you would use, my rope is my tether. So when I climb up so if I'm if I'm at ground level, I'll climb up into my thing, and then I'll put my rope around the tree, just like your tether. Mm-hmm. So then what you do is you'll get tension on it, make sure it's good, and then I'll swing off the stick to the side. So you're free balling right. pretty much. Lean down, pop my cleat out, bring the stick up. I'll put it above my head to where I, my, I can get my foot comfortably in it, in the aider. Because how long is your aider? Your aider is uh, 17 inches. Okay. Yep. Because I got short little legs. That's why. That's, almost, <laughs> that's probably your hip to your toe, right? Yeah, about that. <laughs> so, and yeah, so I put the stick up, and then when I'm going up it, so when, once I get onto my stick for the next move, I will actually throw my linemans around because once you're climbing up, your tether is going to come loose. Right. See, because you're leaving, they're slacking it. Right. So I'll actually throw my linemans around, climb up, move my tether back up into place, swing off, do it again. Usually about three to four moves, I could be about 25 feet. Damn. And it's it's just so much lighter. That Actually, that Shakara one stick is way lighter than any stick I've ever used. Yeah. And it's just one one of those I'm bringing in. Yeah. And then rappelling down is always the fun part. But you also got to make sure when you rappel down that you put another rope onto your carabiner up there so you can get your rope out of the tree. Yeah. It's a it's a, like a little, uh, you could use paracord, real small paracord or something. But you got to like 
you pull that and then it will loosen itself from the tree and fall down. Or if you're around branches, you just keep pulling it and you'll pull the whole rope right through it. Okay. Yep. Real simple. Yeah. Did you see the new Lone Wolf Custom climber? Yes, I did. So I was wondering if if anybody steals my idea, I want some kind of money for it. But uh, So you take the bottom base. Don't even worry about the seat or whatever that thing is, the seat and all that. So basically your one-stick method. So let's say you do. It's just the bottom, right? That's you, all it is. Well, you could do the bottom, but like how you're telling it, you just throw your tether up. You get your tether up, and then you got your lineman on. So, but you just use your tether as tension. Then you pull, just you know, climb yeah, up like your, your feet. Yeah. So you don't you don't need the seat anymore. So you can just have your saddle. So you're yeah. basically saddling, and then you wouldn't need a stick either. So there's actually a company that came out with that before um, they did. Yeah, there, I can't remember exactly what it's called. The guy actually reached out to me, and was interested if I wanted to try it, yeah. and. At that point, I thought one sticking was stupid. Yeah. Until I said, you know, I'm feeling rambunctious. And I could see where it would come in handy, but you need one straight tree. Well, that's that. the problem. If you go to Kansas or yeah. guy places, I'm cottonwood trees and stuff, and there ain't no straight trees. No. See, like one sticking, it's a little harder to go around trees because obviously you got to unhook and throw it up around and rehook. But you got to have your, I mean, you have your linemen's on when you do that. Right. Which I mean, you, you're trying to be safe about it as you can. Right. Anytime you go up in a tree, you're there's a risk, you know. Oh yeah. But. Well. Easy enough. Yeah. That's. Well, I think we're gonna do another podcast here real quick. Yeah. So I, I think we're. I we're think gonna, this is a good point for a stopping point on ours. And yeah. I th- we'll probably gotta do like a little. I don't want to call it a two part, but I'm gonna hop on your podcast. Yeah, or, you're gonna hop on mine. This so. is the first time you've ever been a podcast guest. What? Have you ever been a podcast guest? Yes. At, you have? One time. Where? Uh, I want to listen to it. Um, oh, man. No, I'm, Josh Mapes, man. He runs a... Uh, not Overdrive. Oh, man. Dude, I feel so bad right You're now. You're getting canceled. I, I'm, dude, and Josh is such a good friend, too, dude. I can't... <laughs> oh, my God. It is Overdrive. Overdrive Outdoors. Overdrive Outdoors? Yeah, like the Coyote guys and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, no, I did listen to that, yes, because you guys reposted it. Yeah, Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what, is what, it Overdrive? Yeah, it's Overdrive. I'm trying to think of... Um, um, it's, it's, it's Overdrive. I just looked it up. Why am I getting... I'm getting... Um, <laughs> whoever is confused with the... Trevor? Yeah, I'm in Trevor. From Outdoor Drive? Outdoor Drive. Yeah. I'm getting Outdoor No, Outdoor Drive. Okay, it is Overdrive because I didn't want to get them. Yeah, it's Outdoor Drive. Uh, yeah, I was like, one. that's my only time I've been a guest. It was on Josh Mapes. Okay, so it'll be a second time. Shout out Josh Mapes. Yep. I love that guy. Dude. Um, He's a fucking animal. Actually, you know what's kind of cool, though? Um, From that first podcast that we did, Yeah. your prediction was right. What? I did shoot a turkey. Ah, I told you. Yeah. He said, you have your turkey now. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I was like, he was spot on. You're future yeah. teller. Yeah, I can. Okay, so can you tell the future when I'm going to shoot 170? Oh. Well, actually. It won't be this year, but it will it'll be next year. Though. Okay. Well, can I spill the beans a little bit on your podcast? I'm, if you want to. I mean, right. I, don't know. I, say, I don't know how much time we're at. But we're good. We're good. Okay. Right um, so, a little spill the beans. I will, I'll say this on mine, too, but... um. Doing my first out-of-state hunt this year. Oh, nice. Yep, Nebraska, turkey. All right. Yep, I drew that tag because you told me 
you know, Michigan doesn't want you anymore. No, so. Michigan doesn't want you anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to Nebraska for Turkey. I got a guy out there who uh, locked me down some private land, yeah. which is awesome. Great. That's cool. And then September, we're going down to Kentucky for Whitetail. Ooh, I'm actually going to an outfitter. Velvet? Yep. Second week in, You're in so September. You're so wrong there, man. Huh? You're so wrong right there, man. Velvet belongs on couches, not in my dear. No? No, I'm just not a velvet fan. <laughs> no, you're good. No. Good I never felt velvet, so I don't... It's, it's all right. Is it sticky? I, no, I, I don't I don't know. I've never felt live velvet. Oh, okay. I mean? I, like, I, it's I, always been the after they put the velvet stuff on. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's been like a... But... Um, doing that, and then... Um, oh, shit. What is it? Uh, possibly Kansas. Kansas if you draw? Kansas. Yep, if I draw. So this which, would be your first... No, this would be your second year? Yes. Or, right. Sir, wait. You got one point oh. right now, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. You should. You I'm should. Gonna, draw. I'm gonna have to double check. Oh fuck. I should be able to draw. My my the guy actually from Nebraska. He draws every time, first try. Really? Yeah. For what zone? I don't know exactly. How west are you going? Um, we're going four hours from Nebraska is what I know. Oh. That's all. I I don't know the exact zone. Okay. If if I do, you might get lucky because uh, um, I think it's only like a thirty percent draw rate though. I've for first now, time, dude. Uh, uh, our buddy Brent, Brett, 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 he drew his first time this year, and he went out there and he didn't get nothing, but uh, he killed it. I mean, he did a really good job out there, and but uh, well, we're bum. I was bum. I was super bum. I was looking forward to that, and then yeah. they went out to Missouri, and I kind of backed out of that because. I don't want to do a lot of guided hunts. I personally don't no. want to do a lot of like I'll if I'm going to do a guided hunt, I'm going to do like a western hunt. Yeah. It's just it's just me personally. Yeah. Cuz I just want to learn and like I, this year was like my first year doing that uh to like basically unknown public land. Like I didn't I didn't step foot until I got there. So yeah. and I, I had fun doing that. So I really like after that I'm like wow, I really want to go out of state and just do this and stuff. I wasn't um, chasing no big bucks or nothing, but Yeah. I said I'm excited for the Nebraska one because it's going to be uh, the turkey one. Yeah, it's going to be hunting Merriams and Rios and also hybrids. Can you only can you get more than one turkey? Yeah, or? you shoot two. Oh well. Yep. So Did I only, you get I, only two? I only purchased one. So you can just get it right away. Yeah, but also if I do tag out in Nebraska pretty quick, then I'm going to shoot down to Kansas. Yeah, do it because it's uh, only like sixty-seven bucks for a tag down there Damn. for non-resident. You can go do a turkey tour. That'd be a start to it, I guess. Dude, get get your grand slam because you get your Merriam. I gotta go to Hawaii. No, there's another one too. There's there's a different one. I think in Mexico or something, or like New Mexico, maybe. I don't know. What Merriams, Rios? Uh, I gotta go down to Florida and get the uh, Osceolas, and then you got Easterns. Easterns, and then right there's your grand slam. You know, it's only four. I thought there was one in Hawaii. There is, uh, there's another one that looks like a peacock. And yeah, that's like, the one in Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, but that's like all five. I think just a normal Grand Slam. Well, if you got four, four, you might as well do five. <laughs> well, I mean. Geez, I'm sure that hunt probably costs $30,000 just I for bet. a turkey. I don't think it's that much. Because there's a guy that was on um, Aaron Bryce's podcast and all that, and he was talking about how he did every state. Every state? Yeah, he did every state. Well, actually, the guy, the guy that he works for is going for his, like, um, like super grand slam for deer. Jesus Christ. It's like unreal. Like okay. there's like 20, 30 species of deer. The, the super slam or the. It's a super slam, I the, think. There's like the 30. The, it's like 30 deer. That's what I know. It's, there's like, there's like, 
There's like 30 big, or is it, there's like, I can't remember what it is. It's like the North American Slam or something. Yeah. So you gotta, you, but there's like certain ones you can take. There's not, or I mean, there's like a choice. Like you, there's like 40 species and you can, you have to take 30 of them. Yeah. Deer. Something like that. But I, I, yeah. I didn't know there was that many deer, yeah, species of deer, but yeah, there's whatever. A lot, of, a lot of subspecies, but if anybody wants to know where they can find you, where can they find you at? Um, my OnlyFans? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be ugly. Um, so you can find me at uh, Facebook, Here in the Outdoors. Um, my personal page is Trevor Heard or Instagram, Here in the Outdoors or Trevor Heard. Um, Spotify, podcast, um, Here in the Outdoors. It, you got to watch which one because there's two of them. So if you go to our Facebook page or our Instagram, you click the link in the bio. And it'll take you to the right one. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, post a link and all that. Yeah, because it, I don't know, that's a whole other subject. Yeah, I, it happens. Yeah, yeah, so, but I appreciate you having me on, though. No, man, appreciate I'm it. glad you made the drive out here. Again. Yeah, it, was, it, it took me an hour and 40 to yeah, get here. Yeah, that's a commute, man. It wasn't bad. Well, I stopped at Cabela's on the way up here, too. Yeah, well, that was probably more costly than the gas. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so. Yeah, well. Man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it.